Welcome back to the Rhubarb and Custard podcast. I'm Jojo Smith, aka Rhubarb. And I'm Rosie Wood, aka Custard. This podcast is all about business, branding, confidence and wonky crowns. It's a safe, unapologetic space for business owners and wannabe business owners. If you want to take part in the conversation and help us figure out whether rhubarb is in fact a fruit or a vegetable, you can find us on Instagram at underscore rhubarb and custard. Either way, we're good for you. Well, hello, rhubarb and custard fans. You are back for another episode. We have got a very special treat for you. Episode eight, we've got another royal guest. Yes, we had the fabulous Queen Bee, Danny Wallace, but now, are you waiting for it? If I could do a drum roll, I would. We have the Queen of Podcasting. We have the amazing Anna Parker Naples. Anna, hello. Hi, great to be here. (laughs) (laughs) we are going to be talking all things about raising your profile which helps you raise your prices we're going to be talking about visibility but first of all let's get stuck into it as we normally do with our starter which is our catch-up of the week Rosie what have you been up to do you know what I was I was just sitting here thinking she's about to ask me what I've got up to this week and the answer is not very much but for some reason this week has been particularly overwhelming um so as much as I haven't got up to much I have learned a little bit of a lesson and I say this as somebody that you know is generally good with balance and boundaries and all of that stuff but this week has been a huge reminder for me about like taking a break taking time and remembering to like actually put yourself at the top of the list once in a while um because I feel like when it comes to balancing like business and family life I'm really good at that but then there's a whole other area of that which is balance within your family life and actually remembering that you can't just give everything to your family and your children allow them to have all the lovely things like you need to put yourself first in that situation as well and take time for yourself so this week has been a really big reminder for me how about you Joe? So, okay, the catch up, it's been, do you know what? I think it definitely must be something out there because there has been a bit of overwhelm in Sasville as well, if I'm honest. And it has travelled into Mumville with that because I have had two rants this week before the school run. Now, I'm normally quite chilled and quite calm. One was about a ladder in a pair of tights that she had on my daughter so um there was a ladder in tights and she was sent smartly upstairs to go and change them and then I was like hold on I talk about wonky crowns why did I make her do that so then I beat myself up for that but I was like no she's in sixth form now she needs to be showing that little bit more that she's bothered and you know she's got that she's actually doing um you know the right kinds of the, the right kind of thing then I had my second rant um which was about crease trousers she hadn't got me to iron them the night before she hadn't done them herself and my my takeaway for her this week has been Jessica Smith with freedom comes responsibility so my dad used to say that to me so I turned into my parents and I was like oh my goodness this is who I am now but it was a busy week with work as well so I think like you say that kind of rolls in to mum life doesn't it and you're like you know what my tolerance levels are a little bit lower this week don't push me so yeah there were two rants this week which a lot of people don't think that I do but you know what I've got a one crown I do and now what about you how about 
both of those resonate with me. So one had an argument about tights last night um, and why had I got rid of the tights that didn't fit her even two years ago, but she suddenly needed desperately for school this morning. Uh, and the skirt that she decided to wear for school is actually three ages too small, but apparently is the right length. So, <laughs> but what do I know? Because I'm old and boring. So that's so that one. That was that was that was this morning and last night. And much like Rosie, I've had a lot of pressure and overwhelm. Not necessarily things directly on me, but just that pressure of looking after everyone else. I find that I mean I'm in my mid forties now. That there's responsibility for my parents and my my in-laws as well as for my children and mine minor ages 16 nearly 14 and nearly 12 now and the I used to think it was so hard when they were little because it is hard in a different way but now it's just so much more complex with emotional things and relationship things um so I actually had all of last week off because I reached meltdown period and I went and trained in, I did my Reiki level one last week, which wow. was fabulous just to do something completely for myself. And so I've been really doing that for myself. I didn't know, but Reiki actually started off as something for yourself rather than going and having a treatment. So I've been looking after That's myself cool. that way, which has been fun. Well, that's a nice idea. Something that is can. really, really cool. Mm. I think we've all stepped into just trying to give ourselves that little bit extra. I find myself in the hot tub at five o'clock in the morning, which is stupid o'clock, but it's the only time that I can actually get that headspace. Mm. And I've promised it myself every morning. Um, it really is important to do that, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah. So we've all had a very busy mum week by the sounds of it. Yeah. But no, we've all got things going on work-wise as well. And Anna, we are honestly, we're, we're really honoured that you have come on the show. We are quite a new podcast. I kind of feel mm. like the headmistress is in. <laughs> yeah, Everyone gets like this. Whenever I go on anyone's show, they're like, oh, really not sure. Uh, <laughs> suddenly people get really nervous. But no, it's cool. It's cool. So I'm yeah. sitting up straight with my arms crossed and my finger on lips because I am definitely I know we're going to learn something from you today so Anna tell us a little bit about yourself and intro you I know you have some very sassy facts and one of them includes the US which I would like you to share okay so I'll start with that one I have won multiple awards as a voice actor and audio producer um all over the UK, the US and also in Hollywood. So I've actually been a finalist or a winner for seven awards in Hollywood for my audio work, which is really cool. Um, uh, so that's that's really cool. So what I do now, I entered the entrepreneurial space at that point. I, I was up for my seventh award and I literally had this moment of, oh my God, my life has changed so much. I've become so successful in this field and I feel like there's more to me rather than just share, using other people's words and other people's stories. So I kind of came into the entrepreneurial field, not having a clue, completely didn't understand about personal branding, but feeling very much like I had a mission to let people know you can change your life. And as a result of coming in and have been completely clueless, one of the things that came up for me was I could start a podcast. And obviously I had the audio background, but I didn't have a clue. And so my my second book is called Podcast with Impact, How to Start and Launch Your Podcast Properly, uh, because I'm now host to a very successful show, Entrepreneurs Get Visible, which is what I think we're all trying to do. 
Mm. Um, and that ties in with my first book, Get Visible, as well. I think that when you increase your visibility, you first of all have to see your own potential in order to step out and own that field. So there's a 100%. confidence piece. There's a there's a belief in yourself, a belief that what you're doing is worthy of being seen and heard. And then there are components that when you do them for your business, when you show a bit of who you are and you bloody go for it, that that's how you increase your income. That's how you make more money. That's how you raise your prices because you become that go-to person. Mm. And I guess now I've become that go-to person in podcasting. We're launching some of the most successful podcasts in the world in terms of business, entrepreneurship and mindset and a few other things as well. But they're the ones that really make me tick, the ones that catapult personal brands. Uh, and then I have the, the other bits as well that are the softer side of um of, of visibility like how you actually put yourself out there and make it happen so when me. was it when did it really become sort of apparent to you that you'd really stepped you'd stepped up and your visibility was really starting to gain momentum what what do you think it was that you did sort of specifically that got you at that first initial point this is this is many folds so this this isn't a yeah. quick answer <laughs> When I found myself on the red carpets in Hollywood, having built a profile from scratch, I started that journey at the lowest of the low, having no contacts in the UK, not in the US, and I still live in the UK, and disabled and thinking I wasn't capable of anything and that life was going to be about as dark and miserable as it could possibly be. And then I found myself by changing how I think about myself and the actions that that then allows me to take, the highest paid British voice actor on the red carpets in Hollywood, walking as well. I'd recovered, booked out for the next two years. There was no wiggle room left anymore. So when I came into this space, I already had that sense of, I can take that feeling of success wherever I go. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. The only reason I became successful there in that field was because I decided to be successful when I was at the, at the lowest of the low, because I switched how I was feeling. So a lot of my work is actually NLP based, neuro-linguistic programming, which is how you think and feel and the words you say to yourself and others. Um, and so when I came into this entrepreneurship space and actually wasn't really that interested in being an entrepreneur, what I was interested in being was proving to other people you can change your life by how you think. And actually, in order to do that, I have to show you I can become ridiculously wealthy but, but but then when I started the business, I didn't know how to do it. I knew I would crack it. I knew I would get there. But it was really painful knowing I'm this successful woman. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I can't, I don't know how to play bigger in this field. Yeah. And it was actually, I invested heavily about a yeah. year and a half into my business. And at the time I invested money that just, I couldn't even imagine how I would get those savings back again. It was an inheritance. But I learned from some of the best in the business. And now I laugh now when I think about it, because I literally felt sick for about three days after I paid this amount of money. And now we make that in the business on an almost daily basis. Right. And that's in a, a relatively short space of time. Can I so, just can I just pop in there? Because I just hmm. need to say people, listeners won't know what you just did when you said I invested heavily. Yeah. You close your eyes and you put your hands on your heart as you said it. <laughs> it made and, me sick. Yeah. And Rosie and I are both sat here with our, our head in our hands, just watching you gazing, smiling, listening. Literally, yeah. And as you said that, 
you put your hands on your heart, you closed your eyes and you said, no, I invested heavily. Now yeah. you invested heavily in yourself. Yeah, I you did. Yourself. And I just wanted to highlight that because it's so important because it is a massive leap of faith, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. a huge, because exactly the same for me. And I know it's the same for Rosie. When we did that, it was like one of the biggest things because I was like, how the hell am I going to get this back? Yeah. But the important thing is, it's not just that you invest in the course and then you put your faith in them. I decided and lots of things had happened in my life that I was not I had to make it work intention and I was going to bloody do it and so when I entered that mastermind environment that I was in I did everything everything they taught us I went and implemented so that the next time I showed up I would say I've done this yeah. And I, I created that accountability almost for myself. And in, in within a six month period, I grew my audience times eight and my income times 13. And actually, when I look back now, I was basically just at the beginning. So now I, you asked me a bit about what I do. I run the podcast agency and the podcast membership. And I have other courses about how you get started, which are much more my my softer side of teaching. I wanted people at right at the beginning to know how to do this because now I have one of the most successful podcasts in the world. My books are genuine bestsellers that are selling all of the time. And, you know, it wasn't just that we got them in the charts and that's it, that, you know, they drive my business. Um, and it's not happened overnight, but it's also not taken me a long time. Mm. I think podcasting as well, like it's it's such a, a hot thing right Mm -hmm. now isn't it and there's small business after small business after small business and big businesses taking to conversation to show up and I think particularly with um personal brands Mm -hmm. and service-based business owners it's so much the person that sells the brand um and that conversational space really gives you a place to let people like let your personality flourish Mm -hmm into what it is that you're talking about and really show off your expertise and really gives you an opportunity to talk much more extensively about what you know, because with the exception of perhaps YouTube, which I feel like is a whole like completely, completely separate thing, there isn't really anywhere where anywhere else where you can just talk at length about the things that you do because Instagram, Facebook, other platforms, people just don't have the attention span. It's not that you can't talk about it. It's that no one will listen. Yeah. (laughs) And what we find with podcasts when they're done well is that the retention rate from when someone starts to where they complete is between 85 to 95%. So most people are listening. The majority are listening to all of that episode, no matter how long it is. Over on video, you're lucky if you get someone to 10%. If you get them over the 10% hurdle, they're likely to complete. But getting them to that 10% is, is the hardest thing. So if you're going to the effort of creating content, why wouldn't you use this platform? It is the fastest growing platform at the moment on the planet. And it's also the most influential. We're seeing so much investment in the audio, in the, the podcasting space from Spotify and um, Amazon Music and Audible, also now have a podcast platform. Um, and never mind what Apple are doing. And that's only going to grow it grow. And the reason that for that is because podcasters aren't just doing a nice little podcast for their business, they are audio influencers. I call them audiopreneurs. They 
So this is interesting. You'll love this one. So if we're running businesses... Do I need a pen? Do I need you a might, pen? Well, no, just remember it. It's a good one, though. When you're running a business and you've got your freebie that takes people into your lists and all those things, and you're thinking, well, do I just up my organic? But then I feel like I'm in every Facebook ever. And then, or you invest heavily in Facebook ads or whatever else. Well, on a podcast, your listeners are 14 times more likely to follow a call to action that you deliberately and intentionally drive them to in your show notes than any other form of marketing ever. Wow. Really? 14 times more likely to do it. That doesn't mean everyone's going to do it. And it doesn't mean you just put it in the show notes and hope on a, a wing and a prayer that they do it. But when you when you are intentional about your content, well, this is how you build a personal brand. This is how you build your list. This is how you make great connections. This is how you collaborate with people. What's not to love? It's it's the retention of the content as well. I I, I kind of remember this fact. You're going to have to, mm-hmm. you know, actually fine tune it because I won't get it completely right. <laughs> but I remember, um, and I think it was you that said it, that how long the content lasts for on a podcast compared mm-hmm. to other social media platforms is it seven years? Seven years, approximately. Yes. They actually <laughs> think it might be closer to 10 as this platform expands and develops. But that, that's assuming you as the host continue to pay for it for that long. They reckon it's going to be seven years. Every episode you put out has a value of seven years for keyword searches within the directories themselves and search engine optimization on your own personal websites. Um, and that applies to whether you have your own show or whether you are strategically podcasting guesting or whether you're doing obviously the power is in doing both okay so if you are out there talking about your topic of influence over and over and over guess who's going to rank well in google so when you compare that to just doing a facebook live Mm. which disappears within 24 hours if you're lucky yeah yeah um which one makes most sense it's podcasting 100 it's podcasting and I feel like everybody's rushing out now <laughs> to buy a blue yeti <laughs> everyone loves the blue yeti microphone I'm actually using one today I use that down here in the office but uh it's not actually the best mic for podcasting I just think it's really simple um and it, it works in most environments but I've got all my all my fancy kits up in my studio upstairs well, it's funny because Rosie actually said um, before we can't, I'm going to dob you in now. I'm telling the headmistress. Go on. <laughs> right, but um, Rosie actually said, oh, she's got her own podcasting studio. And I was like, oh, no, but she's never <laughs> My airing cupboard. <laughs> it That's used to amazing. be the only room in the house that my wheelchair would fit in that I could actually maneuver in myself and it literally started off with we'd have like crates of all the towels and things and then I got a little bit more work in the audio space and so we we added duvets in and then eventually I bought a little box of some paneling and now um that kind of got stuck to the wall with this spray glue and now it's all professionally done like the door's done the floor's done but a lot of the time I record in my office because it's a nice cozy space. I've got all my branding stuff behind me. Um, and so I actually record from multiple places. I love that because it's very much owning the wonky crown there. You were like, you know, we had the duvets, we had yeah, the, right. the towels yeah. in the airing cupboard. So anybody that's like even thinking I could not do that, you absolutely can. It is possible. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Uh, this is going in a slightly different different. <laughs> which you know we were going to talk about you know raising your profile because that's what we'd kind of spoke about last week so it followed on nicely Mm. but 
I think you are here and we should absolutely take all those nuggets of the podcasting world um, and spread those for our listeners. Because I remember my first sort of eye-opening to podcasting and that was when I watched last year. I watched Anton's ex um, celebrity get me out of here mm-hmm. and one of them, one of their guests, one of their celebrities was, and I can't even remember her name, but she's got one of the biggest podcasts. She's um, married to one of Busted. Oh, um, Mummy and Me, is Gina, it? G- Giovanni. 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 She won it yeah. in the end, didn't she? Yeah. She did win it. And she yeah. interviewed on her podcast, um, Kate. Kate, Kate not, yeah. Not Middleton. No, just Cambridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> princess are we terrible um but yeah she came on I was like well who's she and then somebody said oh she's a podcaster and then they said and again it was millions her download rate and I was like how how do I not know about this woman yet she's got this many millions of downloads of her podcast and I was thinking she hasn't even scratched the surface because there's so many people yet there was millions and millions so the the outreach of podcasting is oh it's nuts we we launched a show just on Monday morning at 8 a.m Monday morning and it had reached 13 countries by midday um it had been in categories in the charts in five countries by midday on Monday um and that will grow and grow and grow we've got podcasts that we've launched in the last few months and they're about to reach a million downloads now most most podcasters don't get like that my show doesn't reach millions yet but it doesn't need to because I'm speaking to a very particular niche, niche. Yeah. and actually we're about to well I say we the royal we I'm <laughs> about to launch a second podcast called podcasting for entrepreneurs because because I want to talk about something that would bore the pants off someone who's not interested in the topic <laughs> so I make sure that what I'm talking about is right for the audience that I feel yeah it's uh it's hugely powerful isn't it it's um what I'm interested to know this is just a random fact Mm -hmm. what podcast do you listen to what's your favorite podcast I listen to all of my clients to check (laughs) check. um I also I like Jay Shetty oh yeah dip in and out of his um I'm really checking a lot I do a lot for research purposes so I'm always checking the top entrepreneurship shows here and in the U.S. mostly because we're also getting uh we have a very boutique service where we get great entrepreneurs on other great entrepreneurs shows so everything I'm doing is always like oh how can I get an introduction to them how can we get someone on their show so I listen to some of the best in the world but I'm also now networking and involved in some of the most incredible women we're in a, in a collective together um and we came together in it's not really a mastermind it's it's kind of beyond that but we'll be going all to Necker Island with Richard Branson there's women from all across the world like Denise Duffy hold Thomas. on a minute hold on a minute you can't just throw that in a conversation yeah, that was, that was <laughs> nicely just dropped there so Richard <laughs> Richard Branson's primary work now is to help entrepreneurial leaders through an arm him and his daughter Holly they run something called Virgin Unite where they invest their time and um, energy into Supporting impact-driven businesses, and particularly they have an arm where they partner with some kick-ass businesswomen to invite 40 of us over to NECA, usually once a year. It's by invitation, um, but it's not just going to NECA. We we all work together. We, we 
most of us got to it beyond a point where you would go and ask questions in someone else's Facebook community. So where do you go when you're when your yeah. business is that's what you do yeah. so we we kind of work together and some of the most phenomenal people the women whose books I've listened to on audible for years um they're now my peers or we're you know um so that's kind of cool we were actually supposed to be in NECA last week but because of the pandemic it's been rescheduled for next year uh which actually I think is a blessing I think that's a good thing that's a nice invite to get, isn't it? Yeah, right. That's a very nice invite. I once knew an engineer in a hotel that I used to deal with, and mm. he went off to Necker Island. He went to work there. So if you see someone called Charlie, say hello. I'll say hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> um, one of our... That's fans. already, I'm like, I'm the palest woman in the entire world. So I know there's going to be these beautiful golden bronze goddesses, and I will just look almost purpley see-through because that's, that's, that's my <laughs> best chance of ever looking tanned. Fake tanned work on me so I'm slightly dreading the Instagram shots of my very pasty don't dread them absolutely <laughs> own them I, I feel like I'd be doing myself an injustice justice if I didn't say to you please take your crown and take a picture and tag us <laughs> on Necker Island the crown went to Necker Island I would love that oh, that was amazing I- when I got that Jojo sent me a gift of um a crown a red That's crown right yep. yeah and it just arrived the day before I was doing a photo shoot so sometimes you might see me holding my crown and my microphone in my shots so <laughs> it's because I listened to you and I did your challenge and mm-hmm. you inspired me yeah you really are for me you're the queen of podcasting and I had listened to a couple of others but I just felt that you said it in a way that didn't make it scary because mm-hmm. for me, who's I'm a, I'm a total technophobe, first of all, but there are ways. I mean, Rosie handles that side of it in this, in, mm-hmm. you know, in our space in, within Rhubarb and Custard. But I found a way because, you know, we've collaborated. So it still goes to show you can still do it or you could get a tech BA to do it for you. Mm-hmm. You absolutely can do a podcast. I don't something for Rosie and I within this show is inspiration, but inspiration to take action, to actually do the things, mm-hmm. not just sit there and go, you know, be intentional about it. You know, if that's if that's the only block that is stopping you from thinking of doing a podcast, then definitely go and check out Anna because you have a lot. I mean, we'll get to those towards the end of um, end of the show, but you have lots of free resources, don't yeah. you? That have lots of pointing, you know, I say a wand, a magic wand. We all have magic wands, but you've got to do the work yourself. The magic wand mm-hmm. is only a direct directional point yeah for sure for you I think um I think one of the one of the things that came up for me as you were saying that is that if you are serious about building a business and maybe doing something impactful in the world the time is now with this platform if you wait three years you've missed it and it is as simple as that right now we've still got first movers advantage and if there's any part of you that feels that there's more to what you're doing than the business you're offering okay you actually want to motivate inspire you want to feel like you've made a difference well actually whilst I have all of the kick-ass audio knowledge it's not that that makes me tick I see that whether we're emerging or established as entrepreneurs we are leaders in our own fields and the content the education the knowledge that we have the passion we have can change people's lives. And that's actually what we're doing with the podcast. I really do believe as audiopreneurs, we are changing one life. We're changing lives one listener at a time, changing the world one listener at a time. Because sometimes you can you can hear a message, doesn't really sit with you. 
And then somebody else does a really similar thing when you're going through a particular crisis or moment or challenge in your business and someone says it on a podcast in a really audio intimate experience, then you kind of go, oh my God, I so, I so needed to hear that today. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, I mean, you've had that, Joe, haven't you? With your own words, listening back to the podcast thinking, <laughs> yes, like this woman is on one and then realizing <laughs> like, hold on, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> You can just record your own voice, Jojo, and then it's because I've got such a bad memory. I won't keep round things, and then I hear things. I go, "Oh my god, that's so good!" Oh, that's me (laughs) saying that. But it's it's one of those things that we talk about a lot, isn't it? And and it extends into branding in general. Like you don't need to be in terms of the service that you offer, it doesn't need to be dramatically different to everybody else's. It's you and the way you show up and the way you deliver Mm -hmm. it and the way you say it that makes it unique. Like it's not Mm -hmm. what you do, it's the way that you do it Mm -hmm. um, that makes it unique. Um, And I think sometimes people can be kind of hesitant to step out and share their message because they feel like somebody's already doing it or doesn't matter yeah I think uh, I think owning that you have the right to do what you do Mm. even if you're right at the beginning you have still have a right to go and do it Mm. owning the level that you're at owning the level of ambition you're going to allow yourself to have uh, I think that's important as well um and and just just going for it yeah because that the visibility the being seen being heard being remembered and becoming influential is the route to the wealth that you want to have. It, it is. 100%. And you don't start getting <laughs> referrals and recommendations if people can't see you or don't understand what you do. So the more you can show up, the more you can show of who you are, so like when I talk about podcasting, I often say I don't care about the tech. I know about the tech, but I'm not going to bore the pants off you about that stuff because that's not me. I have that knowledge. You want to know that? I'll share it with you. But what I'm going to talk to you about is the fact that we're making a difference. Yeah. Because the people who really want to make a difference are going to get why I think this is important. Yeah. So you've always got to go back to your mission. You have to, don't you? It's, you know, it's coin a phrase. Lisa Johnson, she says, uh, profit follows passion. Mm-hmm. Um, it absolutely does and for me it wasn't until I stepped into my shoes that that really started to change mm-hmm. and doing the podcast has given me I mean Rosie you you've said this before it's a privilege isn't it it is it's a privilege. Absolute privilege to do this because you know that the people that need to hear it or want to hear it the ones that don't care and might you know give it a bit of whether they're going to slag it off or troll you or because you're doing something because that can be a fear what are people going to say about me doing this who do they who do I think I am that kind of thing for you know the people that need to hear it and want to hear it will I I truly believe it's the the power of influence so I was at an event um, a week and a half ago and I wasn't on top form I've had a lot of things that are going on at home but the amount of people who knew me who knew my work, who knew my story, who would introduce me to other people because they knew who I was, what I would stand for, and they feel like they know me. Um, that's incredibly influential. Ladies, so you, we're recording episode eight, so I'm guessing episode six has gone out, maybe seven is in the can. Just within six episodes, what's been the impact of your show? What have you seen and heard? What feedback have you had? 
do you know I think that the all the feedback we've had has been brilliant yeah but it's been the the real life conversation that people have connected with the most and just feeling like they are catching up with friends yeah and that's really what we wanted to bring so I can't remember if it was in our intro or our first episode we talked about having a community having people that just get you that you can connect with and Mm -hmm. we were that for each other throughout throughout the pandemic um and our mission for this podcast was to extend that Mm -hmm. out to everybody else and just have those kind of real open honest conversations like you would you know chatting with co-workers in an office because of course when you work for yourself when you work by yourself at home you don't get that and I think when you step into that entrepreneurship space as well there's a lot of self-development that goes on and if your local friends are not accelerating at the rate you are there becomes a disconnect and I think the pandemic has actually made those differences more obvious as we Mm -hmm. go back into real life and yeah building those connections with other entrepreneurs is really important the feedback we get now is when we drop an episode on a Friday morning people are like yay and they're waiting for it and that's been that's been really like fulfilling and heartwarming because actually you know you are making a difference and there is somebody and that wouldn't bother me if it was one person or one million people because that then you know you are making that impact yeah Yeah. and it's the feedback of people passing it on going oh I told my friend to listen and I was told this Rosie and I have both worked from home for quite some time I did 20 years business development and I was always based from home even Mm -hmm. though I was out wherever I was in industry Rosie you started your business how long ago uh six years I've been at home now so for us the pandemic hit but it probably didn't hit us quite as hard same I've always worked at home yeah Yeah, so you know we were kind of conditioned that way already I barely barely leave the house I walk the dog I do the school run I'm done Rosie and I only met in person in real life sort of last week for the first time we've been working for two years together um so when um when we know that this is going out and because people could really relate to us and you know giving those those little nuggets of how you know how you can work from home be on your own but not be quite so lonely mm. you know if you've got a song in the background and we're giving you some entrepreneurial branding business confidence tips whatever that might be then you know that's that's valid mm. and that's 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 valuable you know yeah, for absolutely. people I, I think for me the nugget for this show, the takeaway for this show is I'd love you to really hit home with people how this is, you know, it is a really important thing. To okay. Do. We're going to get heavy with what, why, why you need race. to do this. Buckle up, people. So <laughs> there are, in the US, there are now two thirds of the country listening to podcasts on a regular basis. So wow. between a, once a month or once a, a week, most people who are listening to podcasts are listening to seven episodes a week. UK is a little bit behind, but we'll be catching up soon. Okay. And the thing is, as an audio influencer, people are more likely to buy from you because they're buying into you, who you are. There's a very intimate experience. People are able to access content where they wouldn't be watching a video or watching TV. And in terms of positioning your own product, even without selling overtly, even without having sponsored ads, you as the host and as the guest, if 
because the the listeners already trust the host are much more influential than you could believe than any other platform the they're about to hit two billion dollars of um ad revenue because it's become so powerful and that it doesn't really compare with anything else out there i'm a big believer actually it's about personal brand first and from a personal brand perspective what would happen if you launched a podcast and I don't know what happened for you guys at launch, but we're regularly launching shows where all of a sudden people with fairly small audiences are then knocking Tony Robbins out of the charts or are beating Gary Vaynerchuk or suddenly they're alongside Amy Porterfield in the charts. That's really powerful. Yeah. There's no other mechanism where you can get that level and that evidence that you're doing something really cool that gives yeah. you status in the same way. The other thing is that I intentionally use Entrepreneurs Get Visible to develop and deepen relationships with people much more experienced than me, with much bigger audiences than me. And often we'll, they become sales calls, actually. A lot of the time, someone will become my client or I'll collaborate with them or we'll become affiliates. So we're always really strategic, but it actually, we also use the podcast as a funnel to bring people into my world, into my communities, into my list. Um, and also the, if you ever have visions of writing a book or being a speaker, well, a podcast is the way you really promote those things. People don't just go out and buy a book because they feel like it. They buy a book because they've heard something great about someone who's written it. Okay. So, um, there's no other way. And we use my pod, we use the podcast, uh, we, we can, we think audio first, which means that I'll often live deliver my Facebook lives or my LinkedIn lives or whatever I'm doing, but we'll use a good mic and I'll be really intentional about when or if at all I engage with the audience. If I'm doing it at all, it'll be right at the end or it'll be right at the beginning. So there's minimal editing. It makes sense on its own. It then goes on the podcast, which then goes in all the directories, which then goes into Google the show notes are then created, which are search engine optimized. So all the, instead of writing a blog, that's a bit boring. You've done it because you've said it all out loud. We take quotes from that, that we turn into graphics for our in Instagram. And everything happens as a result of just delivering sometimes even just a 10 minute live that then becomes a podcast. Uh, and so that people who say to me, I don't, I don't have time to build a really successful brand. Yes, you do. Yeah, you yes, do. you do. You yeah. just need to be smart about it. Right. I think that's a perfect time to actually say, Anna, tell us where people can find you. Yeah. Tell us how people can work with you and book us in for a strategy call. <laughs> so first of all, I'm always going to tell you that I want you to go and listen to Entrepreneurs Get Visible, which if you're listening in your podcast app, will probably show up underneath where you're listening to this right now as a recommended listen. But if you're interested in podcasting, very soon a new podcast called Podcasting for Entrepreneurs will be out. So that's going to be my secondary, but it might not be live by the time this first gets released. Uh, in terms of working with me, reach out, reach out to me on any of the platforms um, and uh, find out more. But there is a checklist that I think would be really useful for anyone thinking about starting. It, it kind of walks you through the process, all the things you do need to consider to, to make sure the show's successful. And you can get that at Anna Parker Naples dot co dot uk forward slash podcast checklist or oh, it's on my website you can come you just find it wherever you find me it's everywhere <laughs> i am going to put a dare out there for anybody that has ever thought 
oh, I'd love my own radio show, or I'd love to write a book, or I'd love to get visible, or I'd love a podcast. Anybody that's thought that, do you know what? The podcast is there for you to go and do and to start. Mm. We started ours with our wonky crowns. We didn't go full in strategic. We did sort of done better than perfect. However, now, now we're kind of running. I'm thinking we do, let's book a strategy call with um, our fabulous new friend. And, (laughs) but I dare anybody that is listening to just go and get that checklist because that's your first step. That is your first intention. Once you have got that checklist, I promise you, you will be surprised how opportunities or different things start to cross your path because it's there and you're being intentional about it. So go over to Anna Park and Apples, find that checklist, because that is where you can step in and start. Wow. I mean, it's come for us. I don't want this one to end. It's like Uh. when you've got a lovely dinner, you don't want it to end and you're leaving all the good bits until the very last bit. But honestly, Anna, thank you. Thank you so, so much for guesting on our show today. Um, we hope we did you proud. Oh, you did. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So for anybody that's listening, we will be back again next week with another show from Rhubarb and Custard. Please, if you have anything you want to say, anything you want to add, you know where you can find us. Rosie, where can they find us? Um, You can come and join in the conversation over on Instagram. We would love to see you over there. We would love to connect with you there and hear your thoughts on today's topic in particular. Um, You can find us at at underscore Rhubarb and Custard. (laughs) it's always that cheeky underscore that gets me every single time I think um but for now it's time to say goodbye so it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from me rhubarb (laughs) and goodbye from me (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you soon take care Bye. bye